Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you are doing well today. We are going to shout out today to our top cities. That's what we're going to do real quick. Our top cities that listen to us. Number one is Mebane. Mebane, North Carolina. Yes. And number two is Charlotte, Charlotte. North Carolina. Number three is Lynchburg, Lynchburg Virginia. Hometown. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Keep listening. If I can talk and keep sharing, we really thank you. Got a little competition. Yeah, got a little competition going on. All right. You can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. If you are looking for a clinical counselor and you live in Alabama, Virginia, North Carolina, Dr. J is your man. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm sure you've got some great, great jokes for us. Did you hear about the broken guitar for sale? No, I did not. It comes with no strings attached. Wow. But up, bump, bump. Okay. One. Of course you do. <clears throat> Why did the roofer go to the doctor? Why did the roofer go to the doctor? No he, clue. He had shingles. Oh, I should have figured that one out. Okay. Well, now then that you've done your dad jokes, Charles Darwin. We know him as doing a lot of interesting things and not so interesting things. But did you know that he invented his own wheeled office chair? Okay. Yeah. The famous researcher found that in his study area, he would have to go through the rigmarole. I like that word. My mom used to use that. Of walking about the office from bench to bench, desk to desk. So to maximize his productivity and Mm -hmm. save him some valuable study time, he decided to attach wheels to his luxurious Well, that's probably the only smart thing he did. I, I think so. All right, I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay, what's our topic today? Talking about a little more David. A little more David. Actually, David's kind of left out of this one. Oh, okay. A a lot more Saul Ah. with no soul. Saul with no soul. Uh, Hey, that would be a good title for today. Saul with no soul. Okay. Well, he did have a soul, but it's not. Yeah. We'll get to that. Okay. First Samuel chapter 28, if you'd read Dr. Marla. Dr. J. Three through five. You want me to read one through five? Three through five. Three through five. Well, we're skipping one. I'll go ahead and read one. We can't skip one and two. In those days, the Philistines gathered their forces to fight against Israel. Mm-hmm. Achish said to David, you must understand that you and your men will accompany me in the army. David said, then you will see for yourself what your servant can do. Achish replied, very well. I will make you my bodyguard for life. Now, three, three, five. Mm -hmm. Now, Samuel was dead and all Israel had mourned for him and buried him in his own town of Ramah. Saul had expelled the mediums and spiritists from the land. The Philistines assembled and came and set set up camp at Shunem while Saul gathered all Israel and set up camp at Gilboa. When Saul saw the Philistine army, he was afraid and terror filled his heart. Oh, my. So Samuel dies. Uh, you know, originally it was reported in First um, Samuel twenty-five one. Okay, but it's mentioned again. Again, I think it's kind of emphasizing the spiritual vacuum left by Samuel's great departure. Yes. Uh, so Saul, it, it mentions, and I think it does this because it shows Saul's spiral downfall. Mm-hmm. 
And Saul put all the mediums and spiritists out of the land. And so at the beginning, Saul started off strong. Yeah. Uh, he was strong with the Lord. I even mm-hmm. said, is he like the prophets? <laughs> he kicks them all out, the mediums and the spiritists. Right. Now just, you know, it's interesting here in Leviticus 19.31, it states, give no, this is God, give no regard to mediums, familiar spirits. Mm-hmm. Do not seek after them to be defiled by them. I am the Lord, your God. Yes. Uh, in, in chapter 20, verse 6 of Leviticus, it says, and the person who turns to mediums, and familiar spirits to prostitute himself with them shall be cut off from his people. Deuteronomy 18, Moses writes uh, uh, that basically the same thing. Mm -hmm. He's he's talking about the seriousness of soothsayers, witchcraft, spiritists, mediums, and spells, and talking with the dead. What's his necromancy? Right, right. And so Saul did the right thing early on. Yeah, surprising. But he did. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, in the early years of America, mm. uh, we were never a Christian nation, but we were more of a Christian nation. More Moral. Yeah. But now, get this. This okay. is what people spend on psychics. Oh, wow. A year. Okay. $2.3 billion. That is a lot of money to psychics. Tarot card, palm readers, horoscope, Ouija boards, etc. Wow. That's a lot of money to go to something that is demonic. And and to be perfectly frank, uh, any occult belief mm-hmm. in activities are an attempt to circumvent God's authority and go beyond the relevant revelation provided in Scripture. Yeah. And, and this temptation is a temptation as old as mankind. Mm-hmm. It goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden when Satan uh, offered Adam and Eve in the garden. And he was inferring, number one, he got them to doubt God's word. Did God really say? Right. And he does that today. You know, you just go to the universities, people <clears throat> make fun of the Bible. Right. They think it's a myth. Yeah. Uh, and then he acts like there's more to God's holding something back and there's more knowledge that could be had. Mm-hmm. And so seek it. Right. Because right. you're not, the knowledge can make you like God. <sighs> yeah. And then in first Timothy four, one, it says in the last days mm-hmm. in times, which I believe we're in, mm-hmm. uh, people will follow deceiving spirits, doctrines of demons. Mm-hmm. And I think we're seeing that right here, right now. I just want to, yeah, I just want to stop and talk to parents. I want to talk to young people, kids. Please. Parents, first of all, be careful who your kids hang around with. Be careful who your kids go home with and have sleepovers with and things like that. Because, you know, most famously, sleepovers, they pull out the Ouija board. They do things like that. And sometimes you will not even know it. So have conversations with your kids before they go to parties and such. Uh, Teenagers, young people, kids, don't. Do not dabble with the Ouija board. If somebody pulls out a Ouija board, y'all need to call your parents, go home. Parents, have this conversation before your kids go somewhere because, like I said, famous. Thankfully, I was never involved with that, but it is a very easy way for Satan to attack your kids and to get a stronghold on them. So I'm very, very serious about this. Talk to your kids, and kids, if one comes out, hit the road. Call your parents. And, you know, a lot of... 
I believe a lot of our physical things come from the spiritual. Oh, Not absolutely. All. No. But uh, I believe sometimes mental, a lot of mental illnesses mm-hmm. can derive yeah. from opening up portals for yeah. the occult. You're opening up yourself to satanic influence. I'm not trying to scare anybody, but it, it does. It is I controlled. Because I want them not to do it. I well, want them true. to follow Jesus. Yeah, I want them to follow Jesus too. So hit the hills. Run for the hills. Leap. So the Philistines gathered together. And that was very good. Thank you, sir. Agreed. Yes. And encamped in Shunem. And the geography of Shunem means the Philistines made an aggressive attack. Shunem is in the Valley of Jezreel. It's about 20 miles north of Aphek, uh, north, uh, most northly Philistine uh, city. Mm-hmm. And so it says that Saul saw the army of the Philistines and he was afraid and he was greatly troubled. This great warrior, when he walked in the spirit of God, was man of great courage, great power. Here he lost his courage. The spirit withdrew from him. And we see a, 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 a sense of fear upon him. Yes. Go ahead and read six through eight. Okay. He inquired of the Lord, but the Lord did not answer him by dreams or Urim or prophets. Urim? Urim? Yeah. Saul then said to his attendants, find me a woman who is a medium who I may go and inquire of her. There is one in indoor, they said, through eight. Yes. So Saul disguised himself, putting on other clothes, and at night he and two men went to the woman. Consult a spirit for me, he said, and bring up for me the one I name. So inquired of the Lord, and, and I don't think this was the first time he inquired of the Lord, Right. and the Lord did not answer. I, I think a lot of times we think when the Lord chastised, and I've been chastised. Oh, we, been I have given too. a whooping. I have been not given a, spanking, a whooping by but God. A whooping. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, you know, so I think when God doesn't speak at all is when you should be most concerned. Yes, yes. And, and it's, not, it's not him that doesn't want to speak to us. It's us that's moved away from him. And the Lord did not answer him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really sad thing. It is scary. I mean, we've both been at a point where we did not feel God answering. And it is a lonely, lonely place to be. Um, seven through eight, you said, find me a woman. Here's a man that kicked that. He obviously yeah. felt strongly about it one time. It kicked them all out. And now he's looking for one. And so he finds this woman. Uh, and so he can go make an inquiry of her. Mm-hmm. Um. A medium. You know, in the King James Version, it says witch. Yeah. Uh, but it's more of a medium. Uh, yeah, psychic. Yeah. Yeah. It's something like a channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives the idea of mumbling or speaking with a strange howled sound. Okay. And medium, you know, we also get the word media from it. Right. Which channels. Mm-hmm. And I believe the media is huge. When it comes to spiritual warfare. And Not a coincidence. Is that, is it that word? <laughs> we got the media. Yeah. We got television. Wow. You know, got, I never thought of that. That's we sad. got programs. Programs. Right. Yeah. It's Interesting. Not by accident. It is not by accident. Yeah. So this, this woman, this, this, uh, spiritist, this, mm-hmm. uh, indoor was only a short distance away from the north of the hill of Moray. Hmm. Not too far from the Palestinian forces philistine forces right close by yeah so dis- saul king saul disguises himself mm, yeah you know it's almost like it was some sort of um uh what do you think he disguised himself as abraham lincoln or Oops. abraham lincoln was not around yet what did he do? uh well he probably Dyed his hair Shaved his head. Well, he probably took off his kingly robes and probably dressed as a commoner, um, you know, maybe dressed as a shepherd or something of that nature, I would think. Probably did. Yeah. yeah. 
That's good. Thank Bring you. up for me the one I shall name for you. Right. Okay. okay. Go ahead and read nine through 10. Nine through 10. But the woman said to him, surely, you know what Saul has done. He has cut off the mediums and spiritists from the land. Why have you set a trap for my life to bring about my death? Saul swore to her by the Lord. As surely as the Lord lives, you will not be punished for this. So the, the median was concerned here. So did she know it was Saul? I don't, not yet. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. Right. I think she was naturally fearing some of her friends probably she was were, medium. She should have known. Probably right? were executed. Some of them were. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. She truly was a medium. Right. You know, and that gets to another point. A lot of them are just fakes. Right. And some of them are real demonic. Uh, yeah. yeah. Some of them. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, okay, I'm just going to throw a little monkey wrench or not right. Monkey wrench. Just a sidebar. Um, you know, sometimes psychics will come to the police stations and say that yes. they can solve cases and things like that. Sometimes they do because they do. Satan's speaking through them. Yeah. Satan has an idea. He's very intelligent. He cannot, uh, he cannot predict the future, but, but he, he knows can, what's sometimes happened. Sometimes he can guess it well enough. Or he knows what's happened. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. And so he swore to the Lord. Hmm. Now that's ironic. That is ironic. Yeah. Wow. He swore to the Lord, the, the true God, matter of fact, it's in all capitals. A sidebar, if you ever see the Lord in the Bible with all capitals, it means Yahweh. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Yahweh. Yes. Uh, so Interesting. Saul's oath in the name of the Lord reminds us of the spiritual jargon means nothing. Right. Just because you sound and say amen in church or. Yeah. That's right. Well, what's some other things people say? Uh, you preach Come on. Come that on. doesn't mean anything if it's not from the heart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord lives. Yeah. He's doing this for this medium. Yes. 11 through 14. Okay. Then the woman asked, whom shall I bring up for you? Bring up Samuel, he said. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out at the top of her voice and said to Saul, why have you deceived me? You are Saul. The king said to her, don't be afraid. What do you see? The woman said, I see a ghostly figure coming up out of the earth. What does he look like? He asked. An old man wearing a robe is coming up, she said. Then Saul knew it was Samuel, and he bowed down and prostrated himself with his face to the ground. Yeah. You know, we talked about the other day, uh, actually yesterday. Mm-hmm. We had to do our podcast for Wednesday yesterday because I had vertigo very bad. We had a day off, so sorry yeah, about that, y'all. But yeah, I was going I'm glad around you're feeling and better. Around and around. I am. Yes, you are. I'm glad. Yeah. But we talked a little bit about Angel of Light. Yes. And a little bit about how people say angels or mm-hmm. Mary or other people have visited or even Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, we, we don't know that. There's no way to test that. And most of the time, if it's not bringing glory to the word to Jesus, and it's not in line with the gospel and the word of God, it's of the devil. Absolutely. It's of the devil. Yes. Bring up Samuel. So this woman is, brings up Samuel. And I kind of think that she probably was not, I think she was a faker. I think she was a faker too, because she's very yeah. shocked <laughs> that yeah. she sees Samuel. And if she wasn't a faker, she wouldn't have been so shocked. And obviously, how did she know it was Saul? I believe Samuel said his name when he came up. Had to have. Yeah. Had to have. Saul! Yeah, he had to have. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. People say, how did, is this actually Samuel? And I believe so, because, you know, we know uh, from Luke. Right. uh, Specifically, uh, I'm thinking of Luke 16, Uh 19 to 31. You know, people 
did not go straight to heaven when they no. died in the Old Testament. No, they were like in a little holding place. They were in Abraham's bosom. Yeah. And so, because they had to have the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Right. Jesus had to die and And then some the people will say, well, look, you know, this worked for, this worked for Saul. Right. And uh, there are some times that God allowed things for uh, an exception because God's God. He can do that. Well, let me throw this in. Most of the time when people go to a medium psychic today, they are pulling up demons to speak. They're not pulling up actual people. They imitate them. Right. They imitate them, you know, and the, the demons imitate the people. And she has brought up a real person samuel when she had never done that before because a she was faking or b she had brought up demons in the past and this was not a demon this was really that's exactly right yeah so yeah when people do necromancy and you know they will actually a demon will go inside them right they will have the nonverbals, and they'll know things about the person so that people think oh they really are we all really are talking but it's a demon that's right yeah go ahead and read 15 through 18 Okay, 15 through 18. All right, I'm trying to find 15. Okay, Samuel said to Saul, why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? I am in great distress, Saul said. The Philistines are fighting against me and God has departed from me. He no longer answers me either by prophets or by dreams. So I have called on you to tell me what to do. Samuel said, why do you consult me now that the Lord has departed from you and become your enemy? So, you know, so... Samuel, from Abraham's bosom, this was a heavenly comforting place where all the saints of God in the Old Testament were before Jesus' finished work on the cross. And a matter of fact, we know from the New Testament that Jesus went to Abraham's bosom and released the captives. Mm-hmm. He preached to the uh, ones that were well in Sheol. Right. The, the unrighteous. Yeah. And proclaim victory. And so we know now when we die, we go straight to heaven. Yes. So Samuel comes up and it's like, why did you disturb me, man? <laughs> I was I was really. Uh, I was having a good old conversation with chilling. Adam. <laughs> I was chilling. I was talking to Abraham. Yeah. <laughs> and Saul says, I'm deeply distressed. I'm right. scared. Yeah. You know, and you almost think. That Saul was think only thinking of the good old days with Samuel. Yeah, he didn't remember Samuel saying you're going to lose your kingdom. God's he was just yeah, he was yeah. just desperate to talk to him because in in essence he had been a person he could go to and talk to and get advice. And then he says, "Why do you seek me, seeing that the Lord has departed from you and become your enemy?" Yeah, and you know, here's the thing. Say Saul says the Lord departed him. Right. You know what? He departed him, the Lord. Right. The Lord never left. No, the Lord doesn't leave. Yeah, we We're leave him. We're the ones who walk away from God right? Or distance ourselves from God. Put barriers up. Yeah. 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 Um, and so we, when we hear God's voice, we must test it. Yes. Matter of fact, if you want to hear God's voice, know God's voice, God's word, mm-hmm. read it. <laughs> If you want to hear it out Very loud, simple. Yeah. if you want to hear it out listen loud, to it. read it out loud. Yeah, yeah. or listen to Don't it. Don't seek these spirits to speak to you. No, that's God's that's, word. Yes. That's risky. If you want to hear somebody's voice, just put the audio on your little Bible app, and there you go. And then he says, because you did not execute his fierce wrath upon Amalek, who the Lord has done this very day. Mm-hmm. And you know, 
Sam, Sam uh, Samson, Saul, yes, and his sons would die in right. chapter thirty-one, which I don't want you to read ahead oh, unless yep, you want yep, to. Yep, we'll you talk can about if later. You want out yep, there, yep. But um, we're going to do that. We'll later. get to that later. Yeah. But you know who reports uh, Saul's death? Oh, I can't remember. Amalek. Amalek. Uh, from, okay. Uh, from Amalek. Okay. Okay. Tribe of Amalek. Gotcha. And uh, because, and the reason was the Amalek was left mm-hmm. was because Saul didn't obey God to begin with. That's uh, the sole reason the kingdom was taken away from him. Oh, and Amalek and they were the one that- <gasps> his death. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and read 19 to at the end. Okay. Um, I'm going to do 17 and through the end. The Lord has done what he predicted through me. The Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hands and given it to one of your neighbors to David because you did not obey the Lord or carry out his fierce wrath against the Amalekites. The Lord has done this to you today. The Lord will deliver both Israel and you into the hands of the Philistines. And tomorrow you will, you and your sons will be with me. The Lord will also give the army of Israel into the hands of the Philistines. Immediately Saul fell full length on the ground, filled with fear because of Samuel's words. His strength was gone, for he had eaten nothing all that day and all that night. When the woman came to Saul and saw that he was greatly shaken, she said, Look, your servant has obeyed you. I took my life in my hands, did what you told me to do. Now please listen to your servant and tell me, then let me give you some food so you may eat and have the strength to go on your way. He refused and said, I will not eat. But his men joined the woman in urging him, and he listened to them. He got up from the ground and sat on the couch. The woman had a fattened, fattened calf at the house, which she butchered at once. She took some flour, kneaded it, and baked bread without yeast. Then she set it before Saul and, he, and his men, and they ate the same night they got up and left. So Saul is on death row. Well, yeah. This is his last dinner. Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I always find it interesting. Individuals, uh, you know, the night before they are executed. and Yeah. Uh, they get a dinner. nice meal. Yeah. Whatever they want. I wonder what. Yeah. yeah Saul's was a fatted calf. Fatted calf and yeah. some unleavened bread. Unleavened. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Um, yeah. And so this is a. Uh, Something else I find interesting here is that the medium comforts Saul. That's a good point. Yeah. She showed more grace and more. Yeah. She showed, she showed right. more godliness. Yeah. Even though she was far from God. The right. Would end up probably in the same place. Yeah. Unless the woman repented. Unless she, she might have repented after seeing Samuel, you know? Yeah. But uh, she, it just shows you. Mm-hmm. How sad. This man could have been a great king of Israel. Right. Right. And, uh, so she prophesied, predicted. He predicted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Samuel did. Right. His death. Yeah. How he would die. Right. Who would die with him. Everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think of this? I think it is very interesting. And we just need to caution you know, if you're not a Christian, do not dabble with this stuff. If you are a Christian, do not dabble with this stuff because you need to seek your word from God, not from people, but from God, from God's word. Don't mess with this stuff. Um, people will yeah. say, it's so real. I saw it. I heard it. I, yeah. Satan yeah, has a lot got, of power. God's got more, but Satan does. scare you. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. the devil's here to deceive, kill, yeah. and destroy. Yeah. Don't trust angels mm-hmm. of light. 
Right. Trust, Trust the word God. of God. It's been proven. It works. Mm-hmm. And it's true. And this helps you remember that. God can take your mess, turn it to a message for his glory for your good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Goodbye.